0: What the, the hell Joe that was, Rogan? Experience. Like Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Oh, you did it again with the reverb, you fucking freak! Strange man, this Brian Redman very odd character. Unlike Jim Gaffigan, he looks
1: like a, a serial killer sitting behind. Well, him we just got back from and he's a wearing a tie.
0: We just got back from a music video. He never dresses like this. Never. We both a music video. Yeah, we both usually dress like children. Yeah. Oh, but you're in the video. Yeah, we were in the background. It was a bar scene. Brian and I were holding hands and dancing. Slow dancing, (laughs) right? Not really. No. Okay. We were thinking about doing that, but then we're like, no.
1: Maybe you should just practice it,
0: (laughs) (laughs) just for you. You know, just in case it comes
1: up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's lie down and cuddle in case there's like a scene where we're supposed
0: to cuddle. (laughs) How many guys do you want to be an actor that? or not? <laughs> Listen, to want to be an actor, you got to be ready 24-7 to act. You do. I want you, you know? to act like you want to suck my dick. Oh, you know, man. I
1: mean, not in a gay way, no. you know.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I have to look at pictures of myself. Yeah, That's well, it's, it's
0: confusing, right? Yeah. It's constantly doing that. That's what the American public sees right now. Jim mm-hmm. Gaffigan.
1: Uh, is it also international?
0: Uh, yeah, the world gets it. The world. We're the no, wide web we're, we're not douchey. We don't keep our friends overseas from getting the feed.
1: No communists are watching this, though. Right? Well,
0: we would hope that they're, they would learn something from this, That's Jim right. Gaffigan.
1: Maybe they'll come out of their shell.
0: You remember? <laughs> it, you ever watch that, uh, what was it? Uh, was it the Robert De Niro who starred in that movie about communism in, in, the, in Hollywood in the 1950s and how crazy it was? Did you ever see that movie?
1: I think I, I, think I know what you're talking about. It was I during the, the McCarthy story. era yeah.
0: where they were just accusing everybody of being a communist. Left. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, and that was kind of like that's what prompted the play "The Crucible," which was the, the witch hunt.
0: Yeah, and amazing, know, right? And yeah,
1: that's. It's kind
0: of hard to believe that that existed. You know, just I mean, in 1950s. That's really not that long ago. They were yeah, like but gone after think,
1: communists. I mean, we're, that's. I don't think that. I think that's happening all the time. There's just larger examples of it.
0: You think like blackballing is happening all the time? Is that what you mean? Well, or? I
1: think that we have a tendency to a, a, a paranoia. I think. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you know, yeah. uh, the, you know, the Arabs in this country or Muslims had to go through some shit because I think right after nine eleven, people were like, huh. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about just the idiots. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot I of, think, like,
0: Sikhs had to go through a lot of shit. Yeah. Guys who are Indian, they have a real yeah. problem. With them. I mean, it's so ignorant. It's like, you're not even talking about the same continent, you silly people. I know. I know. It's, I don't know. It's, I, I. I didn't deal with any, any yeah. of that. Uh, Skated right crash. through, didn't you? I didn't deal with any of not that. Not even a little.
1: Nothing. The people didn't even. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> they didn't
1: think I was Muslim at all. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, do you think that there's a a backlash to being Muslim? Well, I I don't think there is if you're like... I I think if you were like a Muslim actor, like wasn't there like a Muslim actor on Lost? And it was kind of a cool part of his personality. Yeah, Remember that was like kind of a cool part of his personality? Like I think there's been representations. I think for sure the majority... Opinion is people are scared, jihadists, suicide bombers, all that stuff. But I think more now than ever, you get a, a, a little bit of a positive perspective on. On uh, on being Muslim and Arabs, no, we're not. They're not you can't call yeah. them the same thing. Like the guy from Lost, like he was like, he was a positive character. He was a badass man. Well, he
1: played a guy who tortured people in Iraq. Yes. He's a badass though. He <laughs> he still liked
0: him. I mean, still liked was, him. I, I mean, liked him. It was, him. Him. I mean, I it was him. a
1: really interesting story. Yeah, but he did like torture and kill people yeah. it was
0: fascinating how that was like a part of his life and that yeah. he was you know shamed by it you know later yeah. and it really fucked with him that was that was a great character yeah that, that was, was a, amazing yeah that was a great was character Do you guys, that, that move that show was uh, for the longest time one of the greatest shows of all time the end i didn't really get at the end of it it seemed like everybody was just walking through the motions the last few yeah. episodes i quit I missed that show. I, we watched but I do too. It's on. Yeah.
1: It's on. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said yeah. you missed it. No, no, they, no I yeah, missed no, it. No I one watched it on something. Netflix and uh, paid for it on iTunes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did as well. I even have the DVDs, which I never buy. I got the Blu-rays. It's it's the greatest. One of the greatest shows of all time. But and no matter who you are, I don't care how creative you are, when you're doing a crazy fucking show where people are allowed to travel back in time and do yeah. all kinds of nutty shit from this magical island that doesn't even exist, yeah. when you're doing something like that, I mean, after a while, man, you got to run dry. It must be exhausting trying to think yeah. of nutty shit that you're going to do on this fucking island. Yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's got to be amazing to also kind of tie it together with some semblance. Of logic. Yeah. You're like, all right, so we're going to go back in time. What would happen if we went back in time? But we still want that one character in there. Yeah. You know? So they had to... They
0: had some, weird shit, too. Like, remember they had hoops. polar bears in the beginning? Yeah. And then they stopped having polar bears. Yeah. They just... They
1: Things just, disappeared, right? They there just, was that, that foot that had, like, four Yeah, the toes. statue.
2: Oh, and yeah. That, that was it, never explained. And then they started going forward in time. Remember when Jack, like, had a beard, and they were sitting on that bridge, and they were like, yeah. oh,
0: what happened? Great goddamn show, especially considering it had to operate within the parameters of an ABC primetime show. It's
1: insane. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know how. Um, I, I guess I don't. That's think the hardest shows, job in the world.
0: I don't think shows like
1: that, not really, but, would have a shot. Yeah, you know, Homeland's a good show. Have you well, watched that? No,
0: I haven't. I gave up after Lost. You did? Yeah. <laughs> On TV. So you just don't watch <laughs> television? I, I don't watch anything that's The show ended real. and you threw your flat screen <clears> out <throat> the window. <laughs> I Elvis the TV. I, uh, I only watched... Uh, that's either. it. I'm oh, done. Throwing it I out. Watch, the I watch. Mean, I mean, it's not a good thing. It's not yeah. any Virtue. Like yeah. I watched Bigfoot Hunter. I watched fucking... Well, two episodes I had DVR to... There's a show called Bigfoot. Bigfoot Hunter? Finding Bigfoot or something.
1: And it's like a I, series where they have like more than one oh, episode. dude. Yeah. It's You think after the first episode, they'd be like, yeah, we're not going to find them.
0: Well, it's awesome. No no, the best part about it is the beginning. The guy says, "I've been hunting sasquatches for twenty-five years." Like, Plural. Quit now! <laughs> Quit! Quit now! It's you haven't like, even got a video yeah. of one. You it, crazy it, asshole. That was
1: like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, how those ghost shows are really not realistic. Like they yeah. never really find a ghost. Um,
0: this what if we did it with Sasquatch?
1: What's next? Like Chupacabra? <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> if they can sell it, they would They would have it. It's a, it's a fun show to watch, though, because it's so stupid. I mean, first of all, everyone has a video that they want you to analyze that may have been a Sasquatch, so they have to right. recreate the scene in the video. Oh, it looks sweet. It looks so silly because the people knew exactly where the car was, and this is the tree, and so they line it up on the camera, yeah. and then they have this big guy named Bobo who kind of looks like a Bigfoot, and he goes out there and he does exactly what, and he's always way bigger than the big. Bigfoot in the video so it always proves that it wasn't really that's a Bigfoot, on his a resume dude. right now
1: <laughs> oh I see here you were Bigfoot yep I was Bigfoot uh season one season two they replaced me there was like a contract <laughs> negotiation <laughs> do you remember when Harry I wanted to, to make Bigfoot more empathetic and uh
0: Harry and the, the Hendersons <laughs> like a whole family lived with Bigfoot
1: you know why not
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's so,
1: <laughs> Can
0: you imagine there's so, so these of my shows. kids, I'm pretty sure I don't even trust dogs that I don't know. This guy's got a fucking Bigfoot hanging out and with his kids. He,
1: he probably told these stupid humans a
0: thing or two about love. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yep. Harry and the Henderson. There's never been a real good Bigfoot movie. How about that? <laughs> Nobody's ever stepped up. And it's not like uh,
1: <laughs> the bar has been set that high. <laughs> no, the,
0: the bar is incredibly low. The bar is all fraudulent videos. Yeah. That's the closest thing to a Bigfoot movie. And
1: I would think after like season one, there's a lot of people that watch the show and they're like, why not? <laughs> like, I think you should submit a video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <How come> there's <laughs> never like, been a there's I mean there was a, like there's some really bad ones in the seventies or some swamp yeah. thing monster oh, yeah. guy yeah but there's never been a, a movie a good movie about a bunch of people that encounter Bigfoot why how is that possible that you have such a f- a folklore that is completely permeated he's society not, he's not but sexy no one's ever enough. made a not sexy Bigfoot no, Bigfoot's no not one's sexy. ever made a movie about finding Bigfoot that's amazing that's true. That's incredible, really. When you yeah. think about how popular it is, is you I mean, think yeah, that movie no, would the, be huge? Some of the
1: movie ideas they're doing, they're yeah. just like a, it's like based on a matchbook. Yeah, like, so you'd think they'd have Bigfoot. What if they well, make especially a in romantic one.
0: comedies? When you you know hear some romantic comedy premise and you're like, what? Shut I don't up. understand. And they finally meet again at I, sixty. You
1: know, I sometimes feel like I just established consciousness when I was like thirty, <laughs> because like romantic is like. I, you know, I was so dumb, I think, in my 20s that like when, you know, it would be like, uh, uh, you know, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, you know, like Harry, Harry Met Sally. Like to me, that was just a movie. I didn't consider that a romantic comedy, which it was. But now it's like this genre that is always existed. But they just kind of like just churn out these just like those didn't exist before romantic. You know, it existed.
0: Movies were when a woman got mouthy. The man gave her the back of her hand. Yep. Back of his hand. Right, yeah. That's what they used to do to the moon, Alice. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff.
1: Those were the good old days. Billy Crystal <laughs> <Yeah>. fucked us. <laughs> Billy Crystal fucked us. What, he, what? he fucked us,
0: and he Harry did met nothing Sally. wrong. He tried to be. He tried to be manly. He tried to like be the best. Oh, that's, example, of, and then he caved.
2: That or sleep doesn't
0: because Seattle. he.
1: So, so you see, when Harry met Sally, Harry met Sally is like it's like a sad ending to you. You're like, you know what? The, <laughs> everyone else is, uh, you're like yep there you go this it just like seems a like, like the relationship like seems like so much
0: work I'm never happy when a relationship that seems like so much work works out because I don't buy it. I'm not buying it. They say gonna last. You guys fight no, too much. But wait a minute, there's a
1: lot of people yeah. in relationships. You just think that they're all acting. You're like, well, you know, no, I don't want Joe Rogan to think that I'm. I can't do this. Listen,
0: everyone has been in good and bad relationships. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you when one is a battle, one is a crazy battle. Yeah. Like Harry Sally. Oh yeah, no, no, where, where they not have nothing you. in common. Yeah. It's like we hate each other. We don't
1: get along. But we got drunk one night and made out, so maybe we should get married.
0: Is it getting to the point uh you know, I I'm 44. How old are you? 21. You look great. Yep. Wow. Yeah, is it getting no, to the point yet where you look at like older married folks and you know like that that are just barely into each other, barely can communicate with each other and you look at it and you go, I could see how that can happen.
1: I don't know, not I I don't yeah, definitely. You'd see how it could happen, right? But there's just, nothing normal about what uh we do you know what i mean like i think in some of those married couples it's like i do everything with my wife so it's not as if you know the 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 conversation where like the silent silent man like don't talk to me virginia you know like where they you don't let talk. your wife talk is that what you're trying to say i'm you know yes on tuesdays she's allowed to talk <laughs> no but there's the that complete communication back- right. breakdown i don't know
0: that's the only reason to be married in my opinion, the only way you should ever—I mean, other than children—and that, of course, kind of goes with the whole package of that sort of yeah. relationship. They're like really intense relationship. That's homophobic of you. Thank you. <laughs> but but the only reason why you should is be, you know—is because you feel like that. That's it. And if you don't, if you anything less, but it's less not than that, easy. I no, mean it's there's definitely moments your where you're too. like,
1: "This is uh, this is too hard." But that's you know, what whores are for. That's what whores no, that's what, That's what you know, you gotta, you got to suck it up. you got to yes. go long-term. You know, it's like stand-up comedy. When You know, I don't know, maybe you probably uh, did all right. But, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> nights where <laughs> you just eat oh, shit. Oh, I, I ate dick. But you're committed. Many, many You've times. made the commitment. Sure. Remember when you yes, had friends that moment, quit, yeah. quit comedy? And they'd be like, yes. I'm quitting. And you'd look at them and you'd go, I, I don't think I could ever quit. I mean, I yeah. really feel that way. It's yeah. like. This is not something like, you know, I'll try this and then maybe I'll try archery. It's like it's not like I had a choice in this. It's like I well, I was resigned kind of- to be like the weird old uncle.
0: I didn't think that I'd
1: when you're constantly like
0: making people laugh, like you are, like we, even just we're having this conversation, all the three of us, th- there's that feeling that you get when you're laughing really hard at something, where all of our brains are like, ksh, ksh, we're it's ch- yes. it's like a real energy that goes off when you're really laughing hard at something. People fucking love that. Yeah. You love it. They yeah. love it. You love to do it. It's one of the most fun things to be able to do. To do that yeah. to a whole room full of people. Yeah. People to go out and see it. It's one of the most fun things for them to see. Yeah, so why definitely. would you? would you quit? Why would you quit? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, it's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's an absolute heroine, right? Yeah. Going on oh, so stage and being able to you know make a, a crowd laugh or yeah. just coming up with a new
0: joke. And by the way, I feel like it's also a responsibility because there's Jim Gaffigan fans out there and you got them addicted to Jim Gaffigan humor oh, yeah. and you got to keep coming. You got to keep showing up. You got to keep touring. You got to keep coming to them. They want to come see you again. Well, again. you know, I
1: think it's also, you know, even though I think... Fan is, I mean, I that, that's a different. Topic. It's a weird word. I think it's a weird word, particularly yeah. for me. But I think it's also really important to like do well. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Not, uh, not, not suck. Uh, well, you know, with you know, if. If people are paying thirty bucks, it's yeah. like they better leave. Like yes. if they don't leave, going that was great.
0: Yeah, you, you, you fucked up. Some yeah. of my um, most inspirational moments in comedy have been from reading a review of someone who said that, like, oh, I thought it was boring, or oh, I didn't like it. You know, like, and I've I've read those before. And yeah. even if you know it's just one douchebag, like sometimes oh, yeah. it just makes you like, just that anybody could think like that. I have yeah. to stop that. You know, you, can, you might not like the subject matter, you might, but if if, if anybody thinks that it wasn't a good show. Anyway, I need to fix whatever the fuck that right, is. Right, right.
1: It's interesting cuz there's also there's the um new material police. Yeah. Which is which is Hard the which internet. is kind of uh, it, it's it's painful, but it's also good. It's kind yes. of like, you know, people are like, "Wow, well, you know, like uh, 75 79% of the show was new." You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like and then there's some people like you could do like uh, you know, 45 minutes new and do like 15 minutes old and they're like it was all old material and you're like yeah. what about the first 45 minutes yeah
0: people will definitely do that and i like hearing like joey diaz has some jokes i could hear over and over and over again. Hits. i want it i want to hear some like when i go to see a guy and you know he's a, a guy that i've been seeing over the last year or two i yeah. don't mind seeing those jokes over and over again i yeah. certainly don't expect in a year that he's going to have a whole new act
1: yeah unless no. he just
0: puts something out and that's the, the the crazy and you're about to do that right now right? Yeah. Do you do the same thing? You toss everything out and then you start pretty much fresh?
1: I'm... You know, yeah. I mean, when I'm in New York, but, you know, if I'm doing a theater, I think the most important thing is to try and make it half new at least. But also, make sure that it's a really good show. So... There is something about, like, I don't want to, I don't want people, because like you said, some people want to hear the old stuff. There's
0: that weird thing, though. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, a week ago, it was all new. It was, like, 75 minutes new, but, uh, and I, you know, I have stuff that I didn't put in this, you know, like, maybe 20 minutes, so I'll start over with that 20 minutes and kind of throw stuff out, but, like, when I'm doing a a show, it's, like, it's got to be boom. It's got to be boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a lot of people coming to see you. Even though mine might be like, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I I love, I I think, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you talk. But I think (laughs) that that's what's so amazing about, you know, like we're making each other laugh here. But like that's some of why um, podcasts are so fun. It's like comedians want to talk to other comedians. We just don't have the opportunity. Yeah, And so, uh, you know. Getting the opportunity to do something like this, you're like, well, yeah, no, I'd love to talk to Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, and you were so nice because I asked to do it. That that you. That well, you I'm know, really excited that you're strength.
0: doing the, your special the same way Louis C.K. did it. You're going to release yeah. it completely uh, on the internet. The same price. I think Louis kind of established it, right? Yeah. Five bucks. I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, well, uh,
1: I think it's it's uh, you know, th- Louis not the first person to sell something on the internet, but. I think he he figured it out a real simple thing. It's like you keep it as cheap you keep it cheap five dollars is not going to kill anyone yeah and then you keep make it really easy to buy and then you're just honest and uh, and good. You know, yeah. people were looking forward to yeah. seeing
0: Louis' stuff. Cause, right. And, you know, Louis' is the guy that, in my opinion, is the the most prolific, I think. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's anybody as prolific as him. Every year, a whole new hour and a half or whatever the hell it is, it's, this whole new show. I did a show with him in uh, Boston like
1: two weeks ago. And he, uh, this is going to freak you out. I'm, I'm not sure about this, but I, I'm pretty positive. He goes, Yeah, I was writing material and I, I need 45 minutes for my show for those the comedy section of his show. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. So he that 45 minutes that he's written for his show, for his eight or ten episodes or whatever of that show, that 45 minutes isn't even going to be part of his next hour, which he'll do probably in two months.
3: Really? Wow. You know oh what I mean? God, I mean,
1: I'm not in two months, but I think he does an hour a year. That's crazy. <sighs> so that's – I heard that, and I was like, Wow
0: yeah he must just put himself in weird situations to make things happen that are funny to talk about at a certain point in time you just start driving to bad neighborhoods and <laughs> going to massage parlors you don't even want to be reading at. every book yeah. on
1: premises
0: yeah on anything because yeah.
1: I talk a lot about food and I feel as though I, there's no more food I, I've talked about all that it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like
0: yeah I have a, pre, a theme of animals that can kill you I'm always fascinated right. and terrified by animals that can kill you how many tiger jokes could I do <laughs>
2: So funny. <laughs> I could listen to you talk about lean pockets all day though. Okay. Cuz I am a huge I like I eat more I lean pockets I think Pocket it's hot than, pockets. Well, I do lean because I'm he on a lean. diet for uh. lady. But but I oh, I, I seriously shit. eat <laughs> it. Oh. But I I eat like four a week. Like I, it's way It's simple. It's right? so easy. That's you know, really not good for you. That's
3: the
1: blessing and the curse of hot pockets, right? Is <laughs> it it changed my life. That that joke. Hopefully, you know, the whole beyond the pale was good, but it's like that Hot Pocket, it's a blessing, right? It's it's opened up so many opportunities. Yet, you know, me walking through the airport, people yelling Hot Pocket is not my favorite thing, mm-hmm. right? I mean I don't even know how to respond to it.
2: Do you get discounts for the coupons? Do they send you any? No, kind but of when free?
1: I, I used to have theater shows and they used to have a guy dressed as a hot pocket standing outside <laughs> passing out coupons oh, wow. or coupons and for the, hot
0: pockets for hot pockets that's awesome wow and then people, did you like make people, a deal with hot people, pockets no
1: people thought that i was in cahoots with them and i was like i had to like send a letter like you guys can't do that
0: yeah you gotta pay me
1: yeah right well, they have to also, pay to don't do that. Be, you, know, you don't want be you don't want to be associated wanna, with I don't food further product feed the hot pocket <laughs> thing you know
0: yeah you don't want people actually buying hot pockets and having fucking heart attacks on yeah. your behalf Right. Now, it's one thing so, to crack jokes so, about it. So are
1: you, you're doing the special. When you get done with it, are they releasing on the internet same way? And are you going to start from
0: all all new? Yeah, yeah. You're going to start, start from all on new. Stage. They're just going to get well. The Ice House here in Pasadena yeah. has an annex room. It's an 85 seat room, yeah. and uh, we we've been doing a lot of shows there. And it's like the best place ever for fucking around and coming up with new shit. Oh, really? Because it's really small. It's super intimate. It's that's like great. real relaxed. And, you know, and they kind of know that that's what we're doing. You oh, know right. I mean? So we have these podcast shows where we do all the comics will come and sit around and do a podcast. Then each one will go on stage and then come back
2: and podcast. Like join a green podcast. room podcast. Oh, wow. That's yeah, but it's great. a real
0: green room. I mean, it really is us right before we go on stage. And there's like, you know, you see like, how much time do I have left? He's he's on now. He, oh shit! I, I gotta go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Boom, and guys will leave, and then they'll come oh, back that's in. Fun. and You know, hey, Joey Diaz just returned. How are they? Oh, they're fucking fantastic. And then he'll start right, talking right. about the show. And yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah. Oh, that's fun too. Yeah, it's really because then
1: you can have a different interpret. You might have different interpretation of the audience.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's definitely that, and there's also when you come back here, there's like this party going on. You yeah. know, there's all these people, and like Russell Peters came by with like fucking ten it's, people yeah. with him. It's it's always something crazy like that. That's so correct. it's like it's like a fun, it's a fun environment, and the shows are amazing. And t- to me, it's like uh, I'm just gonna concentrate on doing a lot of those shows, like really small shows. And I have a bunch of ideas that I haven't like fleshed out yet. Right, that I'm just right. Gonna That's have to nice. Just Chuck them in there and see what's up. little
1: kernels. Do you feel like the podcast is influencing your act?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it also changed my audience entirely. Really? My audience at one point was uh, like a combination of Fear Factor people, which were fading away. And it was mostly like UFC fans. It was like kind of curious. And then, you know, it was still half of them knew what I was doing. But now it's 100%. And now it's like literally 90 to 100% of the audience is all podcast fans. So they know you 100%. They, yeah. they know you like as, as, as oh, much as anyone fun. could know you ever. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Huge so gay it's base. Great. Huge. Huge. Big, huge gay base. Especially women. Yeah. Tall ones.
2: Yeah. Lumberjack women. Yeah.
1: You're not, you're not describing the
0: type Doesn't of women Doesn't bother me. You like, right? <laughs> hey, man. I'm open to anything. <laughs> it's all dependent on what kind of situation I'm in at the time.
2: Do you think there's a guy out there that just goes after like the butchiest of lesbians? Of course. There's,
0: there's people that like everything, man. You know, there's a broad spectrum. You, you've met people that you know you look at what you, have you met people.
2: I've, I've, I've <laughs> met a few people behind the 7 in and West Hollywood the well, Yeah uh, should not have went there. That was too easy. You ruined the vibe of the room.: I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring up <laughs>
0: compasses. He's uh, talking about gay neighborhoods in Hollywood. Is it West Hollywood the the, That's gayest, like one? the
2: gayest part of the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. We were in Compton today, and yeah. that like I was thinking Compton, like oh my god, we, we have to go to Compton. That's just scary. It was like nice there. Yeah. Wasn't? Well, the part where we were at was not the where people live. I yeah. We there. were in an industrial. Area. About
0: it. <laughs> it's cheap. He's thinking about going Total Street just for the cred. I'm actually from Compton.
1: Are you, really? <laughs> <laughs> Sue? Uh, Main Street. <laughs>
2: Main Street Compton. Main Street right next to the Rosa, Rosa Parks Avenue, right in the corner.
0: Compton we were in a honey honey music video honey honey is this band that uh uh we just found out about like a couple weeks ago and they're like one of my new favorite bands and I went to see them perform in LA I got to meet them and then uh they came into the podcast and they were fucking amazing and just really cool people and really really talented and so Brian and I were in a music video it today. It was for
2: oh, super awesome to meet. Yeah. Jason Ritter was uh, there. And so the whole afternoon, I just got to sit down and hang out with Jason Ritter. And I'm a huge John Ritter fan. So it's just so fucking weird that I'm sitting there. That's John.
1: the guy that was on uh, that one show. Right? Event. The event? The Ritter? event. No, no. Jason John Ritter was J- like, he was like one of the nicest guys. Did you ever worked with him? Yeah,
0: I did news radio with him. He did a couple episodes of news radio. He was great. He what was a nice awesome. guy. Yeah, super, super nice guy. Yeah, that that one was like that when a guy like that dies you're like, "Wow, really? Really?"
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like 50 or something like that. That like, affected
2: really? me more than any celebrity death. Like like all the other celebrity like I don't know that person. Yeah, it sucks that they're gone, but for some reason that I still think about that John Ritter all the time.
0: I would say that was up there, but Phil Hartman doused it for yeah. me. That was that was the, the, the craziest one. Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, John Ritter was hilarious. He was a really funny guy off stage too. Like, in between yeah. takes. Did you ever do anything with him? Yeah, I did uh, an episode of uh, Ellen's second sitcom
1: with him. Uh. And he was, like, a really nice guy. It's so interesting, you know, like, the the, the actors that when we were kids. You know, yeah. like, John Ritter was, yeah. like, uh, I don't know who to compare him. He was like the Jerry Seinfeld when we were, like, kids, wasn't yes. he? He was pretty yes. huge. And, uh... Such a nice
0: guy. Great guy, you know. What? Who was? Who was the guy who's the director? He was in Starsky and Hutch, and now he's a director. Do you know who I'm talking about? God damn it, Jay. He, well, he's the guy whose his wife, I believe, died of AIDS. Really? Yeah. Yeah. God, I, uh, I, I can't remember his name. Can you find that, Brian? Just Starsky and Hutch, the the movie, or the TV show, rather. Just, the TV show? Yeah, the TV show. Not the movie with uh, Ben Stiller. Oh, Not oh, the sorry. new one. The old one. When I was a kid, I fucking loved this show. And Starsky then, and Hutch. Yeah, yeah, and then one day... And
1: Starsky and Hutch, you, you seem like you could be a character on St- Starsky you and Hutch. Thank so
0: much. I really No, you know you. what I mean? No, because it's... <laughs>
1: that was back in that 70s era. Yeah. You know, like, um, who was uh, Peter Falk? He was one.
0: Yeah, one Columbo. One.
1: Columbo. And then there was an... Beretta? I mean, there was, like, the, the fat guy. Kojak. What was, what was the Dragon. fat guy that was the detective? It was a little later. Fat guy. Jake and the Fat Man. Jake oh, Jake and the Fat, Man. And the fat but Man. But that guy. Wow. Like, that's Like, that was the last TV show for, like... Fat uh, people. For fat people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was it. They're like, sorry, you know what? Dennis France, come on in. You can get an Emmy. But, like, the the guy was a lead. And, he, you know, Dennis France was just, like, a regular-looking guy. But that guy, Jake and the Fat Man, the lead character was... A big fat guy. Do you
0: remember Samo Hung? He had a, a, he had a show on CBS with Arsenio Hall, and he was a fat kung fu guy. And he oh, beat everybody no, no. up. Do you remember that, Brian? No. God damn it. I can't remember the name of the show. But yeah, he was, a, a, he was like a legit kung fu movie star, but he was fat. And uh, he could like throw kicks and head kicks, and he could do everything. But he was a fat guy, and he would right. fuck guys up.
1: Right. I wonder what he's doing.
0: Well, I don't know. But he was a fat guy that also he was had, a a fat guy. He good, had a good gig. He had a good gig. Good solid TV gig. You know,
1: it's, there's, like, you know, I would be considered, like, a severely obese person on TV, right? Well, I guess The Biggest Loser, there's big people on that, right?
0: There's very big people on The Biggest Loser. But there's, yeah.
1: there's like, the the emphasis on attractive people in movies and television is, it's, like, it's not, like, disproportionate. It's, like ridiculously disproportionate
0: right but when you need a, a a character guy when you need the wacky you know uh what, what is the dude's name like a steve buscemi character or something right some, that some... you
1: know movies will do that but yeah. i think i saw i was at the gym once and uh and i saw uh i think it was an episode of bones was on and again i don't I don't know the show i'm sure it's a good show but literally, the, the show was, you know, like when you're on the plane and there's a TV show playing and you just right. kind of watch it. And you don't have your but headphones on. You don't have your headphones yeah. on. And from what I could tell, it's, they went, you know, the, the attractive couple. And then they, uh, someone dies who happens to be an attractive woman. And then they go to a restaurant that, I think I put my headphones in. And, and <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was in the bayou. Okay? I don't know if the show's set in Louisiana or not, but it was in the bayou and the guy who was the owner of this authentic alligator bayou bar had my accent and, and he was he looked like he should be hosting uh, the local news Right He did not <laughs> He did not look, Like if you've been to Louisiana The people in Louisiana I mean I'm a white trash guy It's like You, you know that's Funky genetics You know it's just like People don't yeah. Like where I'm from People don't wear They wear sweatpants On Saturday night You know what I mean Right When they go out Because they're not working Right Harry, so, Connick is this Harry Connick is Harry Connick is Not the norm It's not the norm And so anyway So like I watched the show I kind of give up And I, hopefully this is worth it uh, so then so then I uh I watch it and it's just like everyone is I think they're FBI agents. Everyone is like twenty seven. Like the oldest person was like twenty eight. And they're like, now you've been here a year longer than me. It just was very interesting that there was there was no one like sixty, there was no one like twelve, it was just everyone was the same 27. age. Twenty seven there was, they were the same age, they, they were the same size, like all the women were thin and all the guys were kind of, you know, like work out two times a day, kind of worked out body and there was no one...
0: That, that 27 years of age is a really pivotal moment for a woman's sexuality. Very, very important. <laughs> you know why? Because why? at 20, she doesn't know what's going on, you're taking right, advantage right. of a little child <laughs> and, you know, at 37, yeah. she's, like, probably desperado for a relationship, wants to settle down immediately, only has a few eggs left. 27 is, like, just old enough so that you're, you're, not, you're not innocent anymore. You're a dirty bitch. Right. You're a dirty bitch, and you want some right. dick. You know, that's a 27-year-old girl. That's, like, really the perfect time. Perfect time to fuck.
1: You just increased your pod uh, podcast audience among just the that? female demographics. Just saying that? Explaining... Well, I don't know. I think it's like if you, sim- <laughs> if you simplify and generalize, women.
0: <laughs> well, I'm they just is it broad terms. Like if I was writing a book, upset. these are broad You're like, terms. I'm not
1: saying all Listen, women. Of course, just the there's variables.
0: Years. Jim Gaffigan, don't go Captain Save on me, buddy. I'm just trying to make a comedy example. I am with
1: the Women's Alliance. <laughs> And it's a founding member of.
0: Women's nobody Alliance. would like women to be nice more than me. Nobody would root for them to be awesome more than me. Nobody's happier than when, when women are nice more than me. But nobody likes to be or hates to be told what to do by a woman more than me. I don't right. like that. I right. don't like bossy women. I don't especially even like aggressive, about this. <laughs> aggressive bossy women. Is there anything more uncomfortable when a woman gets aggressive and bossy with you? It's like, oh, this is so dangerous. Like, yeah. well, somebody's going to hit you with something. So you don't like strong women? Not that. I don't like bossy, aggressive women. I like strong men, but I don't like bossy, aggressive men either. Yeah, yeah. But there's something almost seems like, oh, this stupid fuck, you can't even help it. It's in his nature. But an aggressive woman to me is always like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You're you're like, you have no brakes. You're just driving crazy and you have no brakes. Yeah, it's interesting
1: because there's a difference between like being a nudge and being confident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's
0: a difference between, um, you know, uh, being assertive and being aggressive and confrontational in an unrealistic way. And whenever anybody does that, it's always uncomfortable. But for me, it always freaks me out when, when women get, like, aggressive and crazy. Like, when a woman starts screaming at a guy and putting her hands in his face, I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? Right. Like, this is this is almost physical violence here. You're instigating this?
1: Right, Like, this right. ain't
0: going to end well. This is crazy.
1: Like, I bet if we had a fight, like, all the men versus all the women, we would kick the shit out of the way Most likely we
0: would do that. <laughs> I mean, we would
1: totally... You know, like, I mean, I might get beat up, but you wouldn't.
0: I think I would get beat up eventually. There's enough of them. I think there's 51% of the population. And that 1% means a lot. If it was, like, a lot of chicks around you. And when you talk about millions of people, that 1% could be pretty substantial. But you
1: know there's some guys that would just, like, that's their fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) To get beat up by a bunch of women.
0: Everybody knows the one guy that has every relationship he's ever in. The woman's in control. And she yells at him and tells him what to do. And he's always miserable. It's a, a terrible situation. Everybody knows that guy, though, right? Everybody. Yeah. It's, it's cunty, but I wouldn't want to be a woman and have a, a cunty man either, you know? It's just... The only reason why I feel this way is because I'm a man and I've seen so many guys get their lives ruined by women who probably don't even, they probably can't even help what they're doing. And the reason why I say this is because I had an ex-girlfriend and she always, she was a very nice person. Yeah. She liked to fight. She just loved it. She would just start right. to fight for no reason. And I'd be like, what are we doing? Come on, this is crazy. Yeah. And after a while, we became friends, but we, we stopped dating. And so she started dating some other guy and was going through the same thing with screaming him and yelling at him. And, but yeah, this yeah. guy would just take it. He would just eat it. Yeah. And so we had a conversation one day, and she's smoking a cigarette and shaking. She's like, I can't help it. She goes, I I have to test him. She goes, and when he lets me walk all over him, I just want to fucking, I want to scream loud enough so that he turns me around and tells me to stop, so that he brings me back to normal and tells me to stop. I'm like, you might be the craziest fucking person on the face of the earth. Like, imagine living your life like that. What a bitch. She's not a bitch. (laughs) She was just compelled by her own genetics to not have a bitch for a man. You know, she yeah. she was like a a, a wild horse that needed to be broken, Jim Gaffigan. She you know what I'm talking about? She
1: did. Yep.
2: Are you still doing Pale Force?
1: Nope. No, I haven't done that for God since Conan had uh, Fallon. What so is I, was Pale Force? Pale Force was where uh, it was an animated thing that actually my brother-in-law um, Paul Noth, who's a cartoonist for the New Yorker, he came up with this idea of an animated series where Conan and I would, were superheroes that would fight crime with our paleness.
2: And sweet so nipples. We would
1: We would shoot lasers from our nipples.
2: It was awesome. Uh, it's the art well, style. Did he do that? The, the, yeah, all, he like, did all that. Did he uh, do the uh, Saturday night live uh, fun house video? No, that's very, that's my goal. Oh, that's my, that's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I thought, I think, I thought it was a lot of fun. You should do that more. Yeah. I think, well, NBC
1: owns it and he, Oh. NBC and Conan I don't know if they're in that good of oh that's right you
0: know. oh yeah that's right
2: yeah masturbating Barrett they can't even do that
0: what a mess what a mess that whole thing became what a mess huh? is right so crazy just the whole idea was crazy putting the Jay Leno show on at 10 like what you're gonna have the Tonight Show on I mean, just what, earlier when they did that didn't you think that that was I thought
1: that was their way of like well if Joe if Jay fails then we say we give him a try but I think, I like, that. that's what I thought they thought was going to happen. But what happened was, because Jay was on earlier, it killed Conan's chance to even get an audience. So people would watch The Tonight Show at 10, and then they wouldn't watch it later. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was silly. It was a silly idea. It's weird.
1: You know, you're the comedy policeman.
0: No, I'm not. You are. You, you called me that before the improv, and I told you, it yeah. made me very uncomfortable. That makes you uncomfortable? Not really, but... I only I look. <laughs> I had. To I'm not enjoying. Step it, in for income. one piece of civil unrest. That's I'm not. I've never done anything since. Well, so there's something
1: really um, about that whole situation with uh, Leno, and I don't know Jay at all. And uh, but it's, you know, if there was a Joe Rogan of that generation, maybe to go and uh, explain it. That's why you. That's our new show. You look for Bigfoot. <laughs> and you and you saw comedy kind oh. of uh
0: well I think for all of us there was a there's been a few instances uh, in the past where there was a guy that was kind of like clearly plagiarizing another guy and then you know one guy became famous with other people's shit I mean it's happened more than once and uh, we've all uh, felt the, the real pain and frustration of watching someone do somebody else's material where you know that they're stealing they know, you know, they're not compensating them they're just, they're yeah. just stealing and it's, it was like a Wild West thing it was like no one was doing anything about yeah. it, and, it was a, and to treat it like it was no big deal you're absolutely crazy it's the core of someone's ability to perform on stage is having yeah. great material their the life core. it's their yeah. life you can be the best comic in the world you have nothing to say on stage for that moment if you go on stage and you have nothing prepared and you have nothing to say you're fucked it's not going to be right, good right you need premises you need material and so to, to pretend that it wasn't a big deal that the industry was treating it like it wasn't a big deal and we were like this is yeah. crazy like you no a, i think you, you got did an something. insane person. i told you
1: that night what you did was very important i mean it was very important
0: well, for us, it, w- it had to happen. It, it had gotten to a point where no one, everyone was just turning a blind eye to it because they were profiting off of it. You yeah. Know? And that's what happens when a person becomes successful and is and, and a plagiarist. If it was in any other form of art, whether it was, you know, writing, it would, yeah. writing would be super clear. I mean, the guy would yeah, go to yeah. jail. Yeah. You know, if it was music, they'd take all your money. If, you, yeah. if they can prove that you have the same beats and you're copying it, like, you're ta- they take all your fucking money, man.
1: Yeah. And but we're it, not talking about you know similar premises, which we all have, which is all right. going to happen. We're Tiger Woods,
0: about, who who has a fucking Tiger Woods joke? Put your raise your hand. Right, everyone, right. Any, yeah. everyone sat down and said, "Oh, this fucking is, is a gold yeah. mine." Yeah, you can never claim a premise, but you, you absolutely know when you know when it, when yeah.
1: language is lifted.
0: Yeah, well, you you also know where there's smoke, there's fire, and they can't. I think, I truly believe that people who steal can't write. I really do I think it's the. I don't think you can do both I think something happens when you steal and that that this this being disingenuous, this b- pretending, this bullshit, knowing that you're, you are not really doing what you're claiming to be doing, that you're pretending and that you're ripping people off and lying and projecting this false self-image, which is like all ego, which is exactly what shuts you off from the ability to come up with new shit. Like, when yeah. you come up with new shit, it's not like you thinking about you. You see something and go, look at this right here. This what this is ridiculous. Right, and right. The, you know what I mean? It's not you. you. I mean, it's you coming up with it and you thinking about it, but you're not involved involving yourself. You're not trying to project a certain image. You're not, you know, making sure that people think of you a certain way. You're not even thinking like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you do think like that, that's that shuts off creativity. And when a guy steals, what a guy's doing when he's stealing is he's trying to make himself better than he is. He's trying to pretend that he's smarter than he is. He's trying to put out stuff pretending that he figured this out when it was really someone else. It's all ego. It's it's really sad,
1: too. It's sad in a way because I think that it's almost as if, you know, like policemen, they have like rabbis. You know, it's like, I feel like almost comedians should have rabbis. <laughs> Someone to sit there and go, all right, you know what? You might not want to do that. You know, yeah. but there's, it's such a strange business and we're all very individual. And, but you know, the, 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 the irony also is, is that any comedian would tell you that uh, the respect of their peers, is way more important than whether you're do- selling out Saturday night. Yeah,
0: that hurts guys bad when their peers turn on them. It's that brutal. Hurts guys bad. It's like you know. Yeah.
1: It's like you, you. You always heard about comedians that like you know like a- African American communities when they would l- comedians they would lose the black audience. I mean that's yes. brutal. But like when when comedians, you know, don't respect. I you. heard it's a
2: great I weight feel, loss. Sorry. It's great for weight loss. I heard. Yeah, because you have no money for food. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah um that that could be really devastating to guys let's talk about something more depressing no (laughs) i mean it's i think you know it's what's important is like what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about louis ck like that when you're doing it the right way not just doing it the right way but like fucking trailblazing like way faster than anybody else is being putting out that kind of material and putting out great stuff it's not like the quality suffering it's still really funny great observations it's there's like a lot of thought behind it's like really great stuff so we sit here and we talk about that like how amazing that is and that's the positive thing and i 'm sure you know he gets that all the time because you know that 's what the fuck he 's doing you know and he's, yeah he 's he's, he's got this whole momentum thing going, he keeps right. churning out the great new stuff, people keep enjoying it, and yeah, he keeps yeah. moving and moving and moving and, and that 's really an example for everyone to see every young comic to see it can be done it's just do it the right way, you do it the right way it 's incredibly satisfying, but if you hack and, and chop your way and, and, and take other people 's premises man. Boy, you're fucking. You're not just fucking yourself up. You're fucking him up. You're fucking the community up. If if it gets tolerated, well, you know, it's it, like it becomes a real problem.
1: Yeah, because I I think some of the cliches, and you might disagree with me. I think I think like basic cliches about comedians are not true. Like there, are, a lot of you know, of them, like yeah. people are like all comedians hate each other. I think actually that's actually the opposite. I think most comedians. Yeah. If you're getting on stage, there you're predisposed to like the guy,
0: yes, or or a yeah. woman,
1: yeah. And so, if I see
0: Simbad, I don't know Simbad, but if I see Simbad, I mean, I'm not really into his stuff, but, but I'd be like, hey, thing. what's up, man? How you doing? I'm that's like, that's the a, thing. It's a like, fellow. It's like yeah. it,
1: there's there's so many different types of comedy. You're you're at least going to be respectful, yeah, and of course. And you're not going to go out of your way. I mean, there are exceptions, you know, where like. I think Larry the Cable Guy and David Cross had, like, a feud.
0: Yeah, I think that was silly. I read David's arguments about that. I thought that was really silly. I mean, I think, yeah, Larry does have, like, a few uh, sort of uh, Islamophobic sort of raghead jokes in his act and stuff. But, I mean, wouldn't that – I mean, he is playing a character. Are we supposed to pretend that the character wouldn't think like that? I get confused about that. Right. When you know the guy's name is Dan Whitney and he's doing a thing called Larry the Cable Guy and this guy's supposed to be stupid as fuck and live in the South – I see Dave's argument that it might be encouraging racism, yeah. but I also like really. Do you think Larry the Cable Guy is changing anybody's mind? Well, about whether there's or no also arrows are you bad
1: know, censorships. A, it's a slippery slope. It is a right? very slippery slope. Yeah, and then, to shit
0: on anyone's choices when it comes to that. I mean, some of the funniest stuff I've always said is the most inappropriate and ridiculous, yeah. like Otto and George. You know, like, have you ever seen, oh, you've yeah. seen Otto and George yeah, in New York? Yeah, no, no, yeah. are you kidding? It's one of my favorites I used in to, New York. He's... When I
1: first got opening spots in New York around, you know, when I would tank and then there would there would be a middle that would do okay and then Otto and George would go up. What so year was funny. this?
0: 1831. Uh, he's Damn. got something he's doing <laughs> online. Check it out. It's called The Pig Roast. I don't know the exact address, but if you Google it, just Google Otto and George The Pig Roast. Otto and George is a hilarious uh, puppet act in New York, and he was yeah. always like – an example of a guy who would just say the the, but the dummy was evil as fuck. His yeah. dummy would say yeah, the, the, the meanest, the is, nastiest the qu- shit. The
1: quote is is that people would leave and they would say yeah. that one guy was funny, but I, I thought the dummy was really rude. You oh, know? my God. It's like.
0: I, I don't yeah he he would say some of the craziest most ridiculous racist shit and the dumb and he would tell the dummy hey man you can't fucking say that that's wrong and the dummy would be like fuck you and the, it would, it's it's what a great gimmick yeah you know to have a really angry psychotic fucking dummy and the comedy is him he, he says fucked up shit and you go man I can't believe you're saying that <laughs>
1: he's all innocent <laughs> I mean that's that not a, even fucking me fucking
0: brilliant idea
1: I can't believe he did
0: that but that's that's a it's a style of comedy it's like death metal are they really killing people every day? Right, right. Not, not That's a good really. point. You know, actually. it's a style. It, it's, it's a type of comedy. There's, there's uh, you know, and people want to say like shock comedy, that it's cheap. I so disagree because it doesn't work unless it is funny. I mean, shock comedy won't work on me unless it is funny. And there's a certain art to writing ridiculous, shocking shit. There's, yeah. there's an art to it. And it's well, a type, yeah, the, it's a genre, it's a I style. Think the
1: shock comedy is it's the uh, Acela line. On, in the Northeast, that's where a what line? Sh- the uh, accela accela line, you know, the Amtrak that? Amtrak from Boston to DC. There's the Acela line. Have you ever oh, heard? No, of Oh no, no, I never heard no. of it. And um, but that's where like that's where tough guy comedy comes from. Is like is like Boston, you know, New Jersey, uh, Philly. Right. It's like that, and that that Amtrak train goes. Up and down that, and those are like those are the those are the tough guys. You're a tough guy. You know what I mean?
0: How did we get to this? What were we talking know. about? Uh, what were we just talking about? I don't know. I completely lost my did point. I just sorry. It just made me uncomfortable.
1: Did I make you uncomfortable? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Like the
0: Otto the, and George. Oh yeah, no, Otto, Otto and, and George. George. But Otto oh, and George, angry is mean comedy.
1: Yeah. Not not necessarily mean, but shocking. Like I think yeah. in New York it was it was. Uh, it's important to appear tough when I was starting out. Really? Not not having emotion attached. You wow. see that in Louis. Louis has it. And Attell has it. And Kevin Brennan has it. And uh, Marin, I mean, even though Marin is such an open book, he has a little bit like being unfazed by... Right. At least on stage. Right. Does that make sense? Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You have it too. Well, you Love have it. to. Uh, well, you have to. You know, really be into what you're thinking about. And yeah. if you're into what you're thinking about, you know, you're not going to be really phased if people are into it or not. You, gotta, you know, that there's yeah. a certain number of people that are your people. Yeah. You know, there's especially if you're doing weird shit. You know, I mean, you're really clean but really funny. But do you ever find yourself in a situation where, like, everyone in front of you, around you, is just talking about anal fisting and loads Mm -hmm. and rape? And and then you go up and you're like, okay. You're like, hey, who wants to talk about cake? What about bacon? (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Well, no, it's – you appear, you know, someone's – you know, fucking a chair right. or simulating That's something move, like that. That's my bro. That's my shit. And, no, but it's hard to go up there and go, you know, you know, it's interesting, the third <laughs> section of the USA Today, it's hard, right, because <laughs> you just appear so boring. Right. But if you follow, so if you don't follow someone really filthy or kind of like... Crushing. Know, someone that just crushes. Crushes or just kind of uh, just irreverent, you know, just... Th- thick irreverence then you know it's not i mean you can do it it's just like it's different styles of comedy you know yeah. what i mean it's like if like uh metallica went on i wouldn't want james to taylor i wouldn't want to be james <laughs> thanks so you're calling me james taylor
0: <laughs> james taylor is awesome by yeah. the way i'm a james taylor fan In my mind come I'm on gone. he's yeah he's a badass i like james yeah. Taylor for real yeah no so just it's yesterday different. morning they let, let me, me know, know you were gone. See, I was growing
1: up. I remember... He's when, when I was 16, I uh, got my driver's license. Here's another boring story by Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> and I got my driver's license and uh, went to a concert with... I'm the youngest of six kids, so my brothers and sisters went to a concert, which was the James Taylor concert. I know this, wow. is, this sounds edgy already. <laughs> 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 and so I was 16, and I... Uh, I thought, you know, all you got to do is show an ID, and they'll let you have a beer. And so I showed my ID. I got my driver license, driver's license that day. So I showed him the ID, and the guy took the, my ID. And he goes, you're, you're not 21. And he took the ID, so I didn't have an ID. So the, I got my driver's license that day. Oh, so then the no. next day, my dad in the morning was like, hey, let me see your driver's license. You know you got <laughs> 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 And so then a week later... My driver's license shows up in the mail and uh with a letter from the guy who ran, you know, I don't know what it was somewhere in Chicago, Alpine Valley or whatever. And uh, the guy's name was James Taylor. So like James Taylor, I'm
0: like James Taylor. Dude. That was you guys are boring. like connected. Yep. This coke zero is going to my head. <laughs> You're getting crazy. <laughs>
1: I'm getting crazy.
0: James Taylor would do that. He does it to women. And occasionally, you hit the estrogen genes that you have dark, dark in the closet, yes. tucked away. Yes. See, I, I sang the beginning of that song, and you yeah. just... I saw you slump a little in your chair. You melted a little.
1: I melted a little <laughs> bit.
0: But James Taylor's songs are like little back rubs. Like,
1: <sighs> but that's also, you know, that's, that's kind of... Now some of those songs... It's like I know these, those songs because of my uh, brothers and sisters, right? I mean, it's not like I was sitting there, like, all right, I'm gonna,
0: you know. Well, I was, somebody introduced I was listening you to, to, it, to but ACD did you CD. did you ever buy a James Taylor CD on your own?
1: I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. No, I didn't buy a CD. I have
0: proudly. I you think have? I even bought. Yeah, but a you're like an MA. You're
1: like a martial arts expert, so you're allowed you can, to. You can allowed like to like wear to gay pink. shit <laughs> And people would be like, "He's still a tough guy. I'm not gonna call him a pussy." But you know, like I sit there and I uh, I read the New York Times and people are like, "Let's beat up the librarian." You know what I mean? That Even though really I played, are i played, you being
0: self-deprecating. No tries being to beat self- you up while you're reading the New York Times. Bit.
1: that's happened many times. <laughs> I actually played. I was. <laughs> I played football in college. People Did think you? I'm a
0: pussy. That's
1: scary. Football
0: is fucking terrifying. It was Division Three. Whatever it, was, III. it is, there's big people running into you, man. That shit's dangerous. Did
1: you ever do any of that? No.
0: I wrestled in high school, and my coach was always like, "Rogan, you should play football.
1: You're crazy. You'll be great out there." I wrestled week. in high school. Too. I wrestled
0: 134 pounds.
1: 134 pounds. That was the ladies' division. Right? Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> I was. I was under the ladies. I would help them. I the uh, get ready.
1: No, I was 167. I remember I was undefeated my senior year. Were you really? You were a killer and, wrestler? Uh, 177. Again, this is a small wow. high school. And uh, so, you know how, like, we didn't have tons of uh, guys on the team. So, like, I lost, like, 10 pounds in a week. That Remember, like, people used to do that in wrestling. Oh, yeah, I did that. You'd lose 10 pounds to go to a different division. Yeah.
0: And you would wrestle that Because day, there was,
1: like, some, you know, big fat guy who could do mine because they didn't have someone for that slot. Right. So I lost ten pounds. I was undefeated, and then um, you know I went out there and I like blacked out <laughs> and got pinned, you know. And wow. it was it was brutal because I was it was close to an undefeated seated.
0: That's pretty badass, though.
1: I beat the guy that was third in state.
0: Wow! How come you never did anything with it afterwards? You ever tried jiu jujitsu? Uh, you know I don't like standing up. Either. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you don't exercise tried at all. I mean, yeah, no, I used to you be do. thin, but you know. I'm, I'm not talking about like back in the day. I'm talking about like, do you do anything right now? Do you play I a do that P one
1: ninety seven or a P ninety X? You don't even know the number. <laughs> I heard that's really good. It's, I heard it's, it's good. I I've sure
0: it's sure it's it's heard it works. That if you just follow what this guy's doing, it really will tra- transform your body. It's all to, scientific principles. I used behind to it.
1: work out. I used,
0: uh, I you know, I was pretty buff. I watched a video of it, and it's fucking pretty intense stuff. I, I tried mean, it uh, once.
2: It's I couldn't do
1: it. More it's than intense. How often do you work out? Five days a week at least. Five days a week. Do you have like a gym in your house? I
0: have two gyms in my house.
1: Well, that's normal.
0: I have a a, a weightlifting gym in my house and I also have a a kickboxing setup. Wow, It's uh, all caged in in my garage.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a company did it, or rather, uh, a television show did it called Garage Mahal. It's pretty badass. Has it ever released
2: that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, Bill Goldberg, that big wrestler guy. Yeah. he's the uh, the host of it, and they they take over your garage and in three days they transformed it. My garage is yeah. just like an episode of Hoarders. and then it's and
1: then then you're kind of like, where am I going to park my car?
0: No, yeah. no, no. It's a four car garage, so I have two wow. car two. Sc- Dude, I'm a high roller. I was on nice, NBC huh? for years. Wow. Um So uh, two four two car cars garage. is just. Padded up in case. What kind of cars do you have? Do you like cars? They're all Hondas. Into cars? Yeah, I like cars. All Hondas.
1: Well, how many? You you got two cars? I got a few cars. How many cars do you have, Jay? I have four cars. Four cars, really? And what's what's the what's your the love of your life car?
0: I have a Porsche GT three. Wow. Like the it's it's basically like a, a regular Porsche. They take all the. They, like, unnecessary shit out of it, like the back seat. They strip all the sound deadening. They make it lighter. They put a, put a bigger, stronger, high-revving racing engine in it, tighten up the suspension, carbon fiber brakes, wow. the whole thing. It just becomes this most, the most ridiculous, responsive car you could ever drive. It's like you're glued to the road. Like you feel like it's everything. Amazing. It's and incredible. So not love, even not even for driving fast. Not like, even driving illegally. This is this is kind of uh,
1: it makes me uh, think of this point. It's like when you started stand up. Did you think that you were? I mean, maybe I don't know you that well. It's like I went into stand up because I wanted to. I I never had an expectation that I would be able to afford to have a family from stand up. You yeah. probably didn't expect that you'd be able to
0: own four cars no never of course right. not I, I never would have believed that I could make a living off of it in the beginning that was a dream yeah. a distant dream the great dream was to be a local Boston stand up comic to be like yeah. a local guy you know there was a bunch of local guys that made a living they drove look he's got a nice Honda yeah. he lives in a living. he's got a great fucking apartment it's a loft his office is on the top floor that's where he writes he's a pro I'm like this is a pro that yeah. gets like, paid to be a comic who's to me, actually that was doing something he likes for yeah. a living unfathomable yeah <clears throat> I had just had a series of shitty jobs, you know. I had a, yeah. all of it. Drove a limo, did construction, did yeah. a, a, every po- delivered newspapers, every possible ridiculous job. So no, I would have never thought I'd have four cars. I would have never thought I'd have money at all. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's
0: weird. It's it's well, you know, and I think the the lesson that other people can learn always from anyone's success is it might not be the same path, but if anybody can do it. You can do it. It really is that fucking simple. And it might not be everything. You know, it might not be, I can't play basketball. I can't run. I'm not a jumper. I'm not, I'm not fast. You know, it's like, I'm yeah. too short. I can't do that. Maybe I could. Maybe if I dedicated myself 100% to that. I mean, there wasn't there a guy like Muggsy Bogues? He was like five, six. He played yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, whatever the fuck it is, just just do it. Just go do it. Find a way to right, do it. Right. You, I you think there's, any, if anybody can do it, you can do it.
1: I think there's also adjusting. Um, because, you know, when you have these, when you do, like, interviews, like when you're, you know, touring, doing stand-up, headlining in clubs, you'll get interviewed by the local paper. Yeah. And they'll want to create some story. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> for a headline, he's from Indiana. He had no shoes. Don't talk to,
0: to him become... about cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the, these elaborate stories. So it ends up, you know, it's like, I don't even, our stories are real stories uh they kind of adjust Like yeah. I, I think When I started stand up I, I loved stand up But I wanted to be A writer for Letterman I thought that would be An unbelievable job
0: And you know It's just It's an amazing Yeah that journey. is an unbelievable job I mean that's like The elite of the elite As far as comedy writers Like this is Bobby yeah. writes for Letterman Whoa you yeah, write for Letterman Holy yeah, shit Yeah no when we
1: started yeah. Yeah, you know? Letterman it's was
0: always the the top of the. Yeah. I I think right now, I mean, I I love Letterman, but I think Jimmy Kimmel is at least as equal. I think Jimmy oh, Kimmel yeah. is fucking brilliant. Well, he, I, re- think, I really think, I think he's they're all the best. equal. Yeah, I think well, yeah, Conan's always equal. I mean, he's always funny in his own way. You know, he's a, I think he's very different than yeah. those other the, those other guys. And I think one of the beautiful things about his show was all the things that people had grown accustomed to that they pulled from him that he can't even use now. And you know, I think yeah. that's really fucked up. You know, the whole, it's so silly. The whole thing to me is just so stupid. What, you can't do the talking dog anymore? You can't do, you know, what? There's like a million things that you can't do anymore. Like, that's just petty horse shit.
1: I think that's completely petty.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: It's, it's a strange. You let the show
0: go. That's the show. The show's over there now. It's with Conan. Come on, man. Yeah. It's, It's just so silly.
1: It's very strange.
0: They should be able to buy it back. They yeah. should it's sell, or, sell it back. I mean, to that's a, what
1: happens in the NFL. Yeah. You know, someone goes and they, you know, they're the head coach here, and then, then you go there. He goes to another team. You, you, you get something for it, but yeah. it's not like you're sitting there because I think there's no like these coaches. They're not supposed to be able to coach, right? You know, like if they leave, they have to finish their contract of seven years or whatever. They're not supposed to be able to coach for the rest of the seven years, but they right. do anyway.
0: Well, that's uh, th- didn't that happen with radio with Tom Likas? Oh, really? I think Tom Likas had a deal with uh, 97.1, the 97.1 FM talk in LA, and they syndicated his show all throughout the country. And those talk radio shows—I don't know what killed them, man. What what killed talk Dumb radio shows? I
2: like it
0: because look, man. When you think about what that was—that that, that net network i believe they had Howard on in the morning, right? It was Howard. Yeah. And then it was uh, it was Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. Right. And it was like there was a bunch of good fucking yeah. shows. It's no, like no. how did that get? How did that go away? Like what what happened? What killed talk Why? radio?
2: Well, radio is just hurting in general, and they, what, were, I think they it's, were paying I think it's all those. these these
0: podcasts.
2: Yeah. No. You think no. That? No. I don't. No. Know. Because oh. that was before podcasts. Before we had ever done a no, podcast, like this was off the air. Yeah, but satellite it, radio was, was po- killing them.
0: Was podcast were podcasts really popular when when like was off the air?
2: Podcasts we were being, we obviously weren't doing, but were, was anybody? Yeah, podcasts were really popular, and then they, it went away. Then the iPhones kind of came out, and. It, like they but that was
0: pre-Corolla gaming. podcast. It was... Right. Corolla still had the radio yeah, show. Yeah, but it was satellite radio. That's and right. Corolla s- was the morning show after yeah. a while, remember? He yeah. took so over what, when Howard went to satellite. What, That's right. what it was.
1: What do people listen to in the morning in LA? Like, living in New York, Sucks, I don't man. listen to the radio.
0: You used to be awesome. That's one of the things that I used to love the most about driving to work and being stuck in traffic was that I was listening to Howard Stern. Well, and it, sh- they would replay Howard's, it on So Howard the west Stern's side. not open? No, he is. No. He is still on. But I mean, on regular radio, regular radio, that doesn't exist anymore. There's nobody like that anymore. I mean, there are, there are some morning shows like Kevin and Bean in L. A. Oh yeah, well Kevin they're and still Bean great. they're huge. right? Yeah, they're they're the, the, the last I don't the Malikas, so. Carson
2: Daly and Seacrest. Don't they have shows? Also? Carson Daly has a radio show. I thought so. Does he used he? to. I
0: don't know. Maybe. I know Seacrest does. Seacrest has like a hundred thousand fucking jobs. He must be insane. Yeah. Nobody works harder than that guy. I know. Who who, has, who puts in more hours a day than that guy? He's on that E show. He's got a radio show. He's on he's on the, the Star Search or whatever the fuck it is. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Dancing Arcer. with the stars. What the fuck is he on? The American big one. Idol. American Idol. The big it, that one. That show's you know, still on, did you? I, I think it's on? amazing. Did, there is, the there is something be be,
1: what you're saying, there is something about um people want to it's not greed, it's like I think that and I don't know Ryan Seacrest. Big surprise. And uh but I think he, you know, he wants his empire. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah. some people want their empire. Well, I think he recognizes the opportunities. He's a smart I guy. I think that you know, and it is very smart, but it, it's maybe it's.
0: Crazy. I think it's at least
1: a little crazy. Probably a little crazy. Don't yeah. you want to have a little fun?
0: <laughs> well, you know and also, I mean? he might just super. That The only thing he's into is like entertainment. That might yeah. be true, too. Brian, what are you doing with the, the fucking thing, you crazy asshole? What? What are you doing with that effect? I'm getting ready to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you're going to leave the screen like this? Yeah, I should. Oh, I, I like should, that, uh, dude. That's very clever. Do you feel weird? We're right next to each other on this video screen. Can we just talk? Look, just let's look at the screen and uh, let's see if we can have a conversation this way. Try to kiss him. I bet we can't. I bet we can't. I don't know how to even get over there.
1: It's too weird. It's like I'm not the brightest guy. Yeah, it's
0: a weird thing to watch yourself talk. I don't think that's healthy.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I I was editing my special and, uh, you know, my wife and I were and it was uh, it's I hate. You know, it. The thing is like it's one thing. It's like. I'm out of shape. It's like that's the beauty <laughs> of like um, not looking at yourself is not realizing how out of shape mm. you've gotten. Not that I was easy to look at before I was out of shape.
0: <laughs> your, half your act is about like a little bit about self-indulgence and yes. d- d- delicious things. And, and- gluttony. <laughs> Do you think that if you, uh, if you got yourself in like spiffy condition, that might fuck up your material? No, um, I've heard people know. say shit like that before.
1: That's interesting. You know, there was a point, you know, when uh, about a year ago. Well, I was doing something else, but I thought, you know, I was I was working out. I had more time, so I was working out more consistently and not eating horribly at three in the morning. Um, and I was like, you know, I, it entered my mind. It's like, am I going to be too in shape for some of these jokes? Um, but. I don't know. That's kind of. That's just me being neurotic,
0: right? <laughs> Am I going to be too in shape for these jokes? <laughs> that's hilarious. What a great escape clause. I can't. I, my act is so important. I can't do sit-ups. I'm I can't. Just, you I can't, know, I can't I, I'd work
1: out, but it might mess up like that third chunk it's, in the hour.
0: This is so stupid, but I really believe this—that uh, I was uh, getting into uh, meditation and I was getting into yoga and a bunch of things when I was young. Yeah. And uh, when I had first started getting into comedy, and then I, I thought about it, and I said, "You know what? Maybe I shouldn't do this because maybe becoming more enlightened is probably bad for my oh, act." That's interesting because then I wouldn't be making fun of as many things or picking as many victims. Oh or, yeah, now that's especially—that's
1: that's a comedian thing yeah, there,
0: right? Especially Boston-style comedy, is so mean. So you know. attack it's attack style you know and I was thinking man if I became enlightened and I was all like peace and love like this would be terrible for my act (laughs) and I'm not gonna stop being a comedian you
1: know it might not I wouldn't want to eat healthy you know (laughs) i might. (laughs) I think I got another hour and maybe I'll go healthy
0: I owe my fans yeah and then you run out of shit and then you go healthy and then nobody wants to come see anymore
1: well I used to be really thin I mean, I did. I know you're looking at me like, no, you not I believe aren't. you. No. No, I was. No, I actually I I remember
0: pretty... you being thin just, uh, I mean, not even a decade ago.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: How, many, how long ago was it? Um, I don't know. Eight years ago? Who was the guy? There was a guy who was like a really funny fat guy, and then he lost a lot of weight, and then he kind of like stopped being around. I want to say Vic, Vic something. Oh, Vic Dunlap. Was it? Was very you know, funny it's so
1: funny. V- I was thinking Vic Dunlap. Yeah,
0: very funny. He's really, really heavy. And then he lost a lot of weight. Or he had the
1: surgery. Maybe he had the surgery.
0: I don't know if he did or he didn't, but whatever whatever method he chose, I mean, maybe I'm just not uh, up on what he's doing these days. But I remember seeing that guy everywhere when he was big. And then, you know, he got skinny and, uh, you know, don't hear about him too much.
1: No, well, you know, it's it's weird because we also, people
0: will disappear and you don't even realize they're gone. Yeah, that is weird, right? Like guys that you were like, I thought that guy was going to be around forever. Like that girl and then was like really funny. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is it women? Is it getting married, having kids, you think? It could be
0: that. It could be some people get tired of the stress. You know, Jim and I were talking about how much we love stand up but we never quit doing it. But everybody's got a different psychological makeup. And for some yeah. people, the the uh, anxiety of performance is like really intense. Yeah. 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 Especially Well it's also it's I think that
1: uh some of it's luck. I mean, it's a real cruel business. Yes. So, I mean, I was definitely an angry guy, you know, like for a lot of people were successful before me and I was, I was angry for a couple of years. Yeah. Really? Wow. How'd yeah, you get definitely. yourself
0: out of that? Therapy. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. You know, and that's, you know, just also I came to the conclusion that I was not doing stand uh, You know, I wanted, you know, I wanted to be, I was happy for my friend's success, but I felt like I was a failure, but like. I had to come to the conclusion, what is success, and what success is, is like doing what you love and actually getting paid for it. And so then I adopted that attitude. And then things started going my way. And that's wow. why I'm releasing a 12-book series.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, man. That's really cool. I love hearing stuff like that. I love hearing somebody figuring things out and just turning it all around. A lot of wasted energy on it. Yeah. That is I mean? really, yes. A lot of wasted energy. Haters. I always say no haters are winners. There's no, 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 no people out there writing scathing YouTube comments <laughs> where they just break down your fucking soul. These are not winners. They're, they're not happy. There's yeah. no way you are. You're That's wasting really, your energy. You're yeah. wasting it. You know? Yeah,
1: it's also, it's like you put out, you get what you put out. Yes, you do, yeah. If and you, it does make you feel, you know, like if you're feeling shitty, it's like, and you help someone, you feel better. Yes. Particularly if you steal from them while you're helping them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's uh, It's just really nice to me to see someone kind of figure things out like that and like get a get a new perspective on but things But don't we we have, have to around.
1: learn these lessons like sure over and over and
0: over I don't remember who said it but they said that inspiration is effective but it's like bathing It only lasts for so long that's yeah. why we recommend it daily Yeah and the idea being that you know I guess it's easy to fall into a pattern of just not not having your shit together or not thinking right or, you know, letting yourself get jealous or letting yourself go down a negative way. Yeah. You know, people like this. So it's a big cliche. Like, you know, I'm just trying to keep it positive. Just try to keep, sometimes keep, what really keeping it positive means is addressing some shit that's not positive at all. You know, and, and getting to know what the fuck is making you tick. And if you find out that you're getting angry for someone else's yeah. success for no reason, it's like, your your brain knows you're talented. You like you know you're talented, but why isn't anybody else seeing it? Instead of your brain using that resource and going, let's just make sure it's undeniable. Let's let's just concentrate on being funnier and funnier till no one yeah. can say shit.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the undeniability thing, but I think also it's for me it's it's very much like I have to be in touch with being humble. I know this is sounding really corny. No. But no. like usually right. when I'm angry is when I think I'm in control. I'm somehow like, I'm crazy enough to think that I can control the entertainment business or I can control whether, you know, my flight's delayed, you know, that, you know, that's just insane. You know, it's like, well, maybe if I'm angry to this flight attendant, the plane will take off sooner, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. So when I'm in touch with, uh, you know, being humble, it, it ends up paying off.
0: Yeah, that's a very important aspect. That's, part of, that's of comedy. the
1: thirteenth book of my series.
0: <laughs> well, what we were talking about earlier about guys who uh, wind up stealing material, and the, you, that stealing is the opposite of being humble. You you want more credit for what you've achieved, or for you yeah. know, what you've you know what, who you are, what what you're selling. You want it. You're pretending it's better than it really is. Yeah. It's the exact opposite of humility, and that is the exact wrong state of mind to be in for creativity. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's
0: that's so fucking awesome that you figured that out, man. I um I was uh, for sure at, at certain points in time early in my career I really had a hard time enjoying comedy, because uh, when someone would kill, you know, when someone was really good, I would always thinking is man are they better than me? Fuck, I hope they're not better than me, man. Fuck, right. is that, how good is that? That guy's got pretty fucking good. Like yeah. it would bother me that something was good, you know. I couldn't just enjoy it. I couldn't just sit back and watch. It took a while before I figured that out, that 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 was holding me back, that I would uh, work with people, and if they were really good, I would get nervous, you know? Instead of the way I do it now, I bring, like, really funny people on the road with me on purpose, because I want to be laughing, too. Like, I I want, you know, when when I work with Ari Shafir, I don't know if you know him, him, and Duncan Trussell, and Joey Diaz, and Tom Segura, all these really funny guys, so... When I'm sitting there waiting to go on stage, I'm laughing my ass off. And it puts me in the perfect state of mind. Like, I want them to be brilliant. Right, I, I right. want them to kill. But when I was young, I was terrified of it. I didn't want anybody else to be any good. <laughs> I wanted right. them to be terrible so that I, I could fucking skate by on my, my <laughs> shitty act.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's amazing how it's, you learn. evolve. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's insane how... I think podcasts are making comedians... Mm. like it's it's siphoning out i mean i'm a jokesmith and it's it's adding um you know discourse or kind of reflection back into stand-up right whereas it used to be like what's well, the deal with keys right well, and so now it's i feel like i don't know maybe i'm wrong but uh, you know it's it's like Podcasts are influencing some of this You know it's like Pete Holmes even said that To me he said that his podcast is changing His act huh. And I'm like that makes sense It's It's gotta be so fun to like When you hear a bit and then you can Go you know what because, you know, when you hang around some friends, you know, like three in the morning, you don't have someone recording it. Right, right, right. But like when you're doing a
0: podcast and you're like, go back to like that in the middle. <laughs> I said something funny. It that might could be, be a, a bit. Yeah. That might be a bit. Oh, yeah. I've definitely come up with some bits from the podcast. A hundred percent for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're talking three hours at a pop, you know, many times. We, we've wow. done many three hour ones. We did a Kevin Smith one. I think that was the longest one we ever did, like three and a half hours. Something. Yeah.
2: That's they, probably and it's thanks to Twitter, too, for reminding you, you know, be like, yeah. like, I'll, you'll say something and be like, oh, shit, I did yeah, yeah, say yeah. that. Totally. Oh, I, you know. Twitter,
1: Twitter is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Twitter is changing how I mean, I've done things on Twitter. And I remember like a year ago, I, I did some jokes because we just had a, a, a kid and I, I was driving to do a show. And uh, the guy who was opening, he was like, you're going to put those in your act, aren't you? And I was like, I didn't even think of that. And he was like, yeah. And it's like they're great jokes. Like, and now like Twitter is this source of like, is this funny? I mean, yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, no. But if you can get two great lines that oh, could yeah. open up a topic, well, you're going to get em,
0: You're you're going to get some tweets from this podcast for sure, where yeah. pe- people will tweet tweet quotes that you said oh, that really? made them laugh. That yeah. happens all the time, right? And you'll forget you even said it. Yeah, yeah. And then someone will tweet it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fun. What do you? What's your numbers now? What do you, what do you have? The numbers, numbers for your Twitter followers. I. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like what's it's all I numbers? follow every day. I uh, follow it like There's a strange freak. obsession. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. like
1: it's nine. I think it's nine sixty something. But nine, I'm getting close.
0: Ninety six. Nine hundred and sixty.
1: Nine hundred and sixty.
0: Nine yeah. hundred and sixty thousand. Holy shit.
1: But dude. I've I've been working, dude. You're I've been working. working. You're you're. Great. And also, when you a
0: million, you're gonna feel different.
1: You know it's you know I've only over the past month or two started to even have conversations on there. Like first of all, I, initially I was like, I'm not going to have a conversation. Like there's Twitter things we should go over this, and then I go. <laughs> but here's the first one. The first one is, um, and some of my friends do this, so it's like it's like to each uh, their own. It's like when someone says uh, Jim Gaffigan was awesome tonight. You know the Part of me the desire is to retweet that but that's almost bragging right yeah, you get a and,
0: humble brag for that right They'll and so
1: you. and so then there's the uh um there's that and then there's even having converse like i had always wanted my timeline to just be jokes just jokes you know uh, you know like maybe maybe at you know, uh, an appearance page list. You know, it's like, I'll be in Tampa, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I will be in Foxwoods <laughs> on June 2nd. No, and so because... JimGaffigan.com? JimGaffigan.com. And uh, so I would do that, but there, there's also something insane about that because there is something social. And, there, you know, if your friend says something funny, it, it would be fun to respond. So I've just been doing that for the past two months. But how many people do you follow?
0: I, I follow like a lot. I follow a lot too. Yeah. I follow over a thousand.
2: It kind of sucks. I've been thinking about like cutting my numbers down lately. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah but, but there's that. so many people and, uh, are like, dude. I told you about the. Th- I tweeted it like uh, for a week, and I'm like, I've oh. cut. I've cut a few celebrities. Yeah. I was yeah. following
0: some celebrities as a goof, and it just yeah. it's just say just moronic shit over and over again, and I'd get mm-hmm. crazy, and I'd have to delete it. Well, I've, like, this d- isn't I've done that,
1: me. but I also feel like that's
0: that's kind of like inviting someone to dinner and then saying sorry you can't come, isn't it? I don't know. No, it's like. How about. How about when? People unfollow me all the time, especially like really douchey people. I was like, I'm sure like some woman will, will get mad at my not wanting women to be running things. Right. My quote about that early. You fucking sexist pig. Yeah. By the way, that all came from watching a woman yell and scream at a guy uh, yesterday, just pointing at his face in, in a ridiculous situation where I thought it could escalate to violence and I might have to step in. It was like kind of craziness. Right. So that's just the, the origin of that. So, you know. But, uh,. Maybe not really. Maybe I just made that up, too. You don't know. We don't know. I don't know. But we're going to agree with you
1: (laughs) because we're sitting in a room with you. But uh, what was the uh, thing about the Twitter thing? It's how about this? How about like when you have like, you know, A comedian, uh, you know, there's friends and then there's peers that you kind of know. Right. And you'll be like, hey, you know, I'm going to send them a direct message. And then you realize they don't follow you. Isn't there a little bit like, really? Yeah. 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 Really,
0: you don't follow me? I've done that accidentally, though, and I apologize. Like, I didn't realize I wasn't following somebody. And then there's people that I knew I was following that for some reason I wasn't following I've had that too. Twitter's
2: been doing that a lot lately. And I think it's the iPhone. I think if, if you have the iPhone, you'll have the app open and then you could easily, like, hit it. Oh, and you know, unfollow, unfollow. Yeah, because it happens to me all the time.
0: You know like, what else have happened? You know, I used to have a BlackBerry and I had an iPhone at the same time. And when I had my BlackBerry, I would go on and check a direct message on Twitter, and then I would go. Oh, I gotta get. I gotta respond to that yeah. eventually, but I don't have time right now. And then I would go check it online. Mm-hmm. And there'd be no direct message. Yeah, it would, wouldn't exist anymore. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I didn't. Well, delete I it. do.
2: I do know that if they delete a, a, text, a message, it deletes it.
0: Oh, and another really? th- another thing So that somebody could send it to you, think that you didn't respond, just delete it. Yeah, oh.
2: and, and then there's another thing. I that like going big. Like if you if you go to somebody's page and it says that you're not following them, if you hit refresh. A lot of times, then it will say you're following him. Like, it just doesn't sh- uh, uh, show up that you're following oh, him. And so oh. then you might click it thinking, like, ah, oh, I thought I was oh, following this. and unfollow. then you And then that's unfollowing Then you unfollow. Are you <sighs> kidding me? Yeah, yeah. So anytime you. God oh, it- damn it. Great. <laughs>
1: it's like, I exist with enough guilt already. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. So anyway,
0: I got it. I eventually listen, have to go. You got to get out of here right now. I do. What time is it? Yeah, it's 8. Yeah, it's 8.17. Yeah. All right, listen, you sexy bitch. Uh, this was so fun me, though. Thank you. Anytime. Yeah, please come by. You're awesome, man. Anytime time. you want to do it, please. Are you, how often are you out here in LA? Not that often. You live in I New have York City? Four kids. 4 kids. Yeah. You live in Manhattan? Yeah. Wow, what is that like with four kids living in Manhattan? It's
1: uh, like really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say that, <laughs> yeah. how do you where do you do with them? How do you take them we places have, and stuff? Uh,
1: we have, and we live in a two bedroom.
0: Too. Holy shit. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Um, and that's probably $100,000 a month, right? It's, well, apartments in New York are plane, fucking ridiculous, aren't they? It's insane. It's the craziest way to live. I'm Out sure West.
1: my apartment is like half the size of your garage.
0: Wow. That's ridiculous. And you, yeah. you must pay a shitload for it too, right? Well, yeah. 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 But I had a friend who's got a $4 million apartment and I was like, this is $4 million. Yeah. This is $4 million. This is like 1600 bucks a month in Burbank. Yeah. This is $4 million in New York. This is fucking craziness.
1: It's craziness. It M- is.
2: Move to the West Coast one we'll start a podcast. Yeah, dude, if you ever
0: want to come out here, man, I'm you too would pale be for running shit. No, I don't, I'm not, not a driver. I don't drive. You, you
1: couldn't imagine the amount of anxiety when I was like, oh, the five, the 134.
0: It's we'll like, I don't, come I don't drive that Marijuana in a navigation system and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's all figured no. out. You'll never have all to worry right, about how okay. to drive. How to your family. Okay. <laughs> can't say that you would never uh, you could never live here because of the sun because you wouldn't be outdoors I much. did a ginger she, it. it's fine she yeah. just wears yeah. big hats yeah you'd be fine dude you no. can do it you well can't. I don't know you're scared you're scared of the sun for real no you know what
1: um, I some of it is I think the entertainment business I don't know if I want to be that deep into it
0: yeah you're probably right I know that mean, what you, you, know? mean? You, you can live in a completely different world in New York People are for sure. You know the cast more system. Informed.
1: The cast system that exists in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, he's on a network show, so he mm. gets
1: to go here. And then here's an indie actor, so he jumps over you. Oh, you're a comedian. You can go back there with the mimes. <laughs> <laughs> you're is right that me? how you feel when you're out here? I think that there is a hierarchy here.
0: Well, I think that if you came out here, just uh, I was saying, I was going to yeah. say Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. This is what you could do. If you came out here and started a fucking podcast and you'd have all the comics that are out here, or yeah. you could actually even do this in New York if you wanted yeah. to. But you're you would have a huge podcast. I think it would be enormous and it would I think it would change everything. Change uh, how you promote your club dates, your 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 yeah. your theater gigs, anything you're doing. It, yeah. it would be amazing. For sure. Easily. People would I'd right away it you would sounds like it's
2: work.
0: you'd be in the top. That's why you'd You'd be in the top five in iTunes right away. I'm 100%
2: convinced. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd be, and I would. That you'd be one of the few people that I would su- subscribe. Yeah, to you're perfect media. for this, man.
0: I could do it with my wife. She's yeah, that's
2: funny. not a bad idea. Tom Segura does it
0: with his yeah. wife. Yeah, that yeah. only
2: works out 50% of the time.
0: It only works out 50% yeah. of the time. Well, you mean with fit, with couples. With Good couples. thing you're not. You don't mean that like that, Tom I'm Segura. No, no, you no, 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 His shit. No, no, sucks no. Sucks half the time. No, I'm just saying All with with this. couples. So let's just be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, they it causes breakup. So either way, it's a win. It's a win-win. Jim Gaffigan, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you. and you can get his special when and how?
1: April 11th.
0: April 11th. Five dollars. Five bucks.
1: At Jim Gaffigan.
0: JimGaffigan.com. G A yes. F F I G A N.com. Dude, you're the fucking man. It, well, was, will you. it be available on fun. iTunes or Amazon no, or any of those choices? Jim Gaffrey. Just Jim Gaff yeah. okay, cool. Just awesome. There. Thank you very much for coming, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. This was awesome. Appreciate it's so a, fun. Yeah, it's always fun to have a comic. It's especially a, a comic that I don't really get a chance to talk to. I that know, so it's fun. Really cool. Yeah, really cool. Um thanks to the Flashlight for sponsoring our lovely podcast. Please go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link, enter in the code name Rogan. You shave your your percent off. You've heard this before. What's behind us? The flashlight. Oh, is pretty that girls? That's a little Esther. That's a that's a kid, right? No, she's a grown woman, actually. She's a she calls herself Little she Lester. She tattled on me for parking at the company oh, store. Oh, a Little Lester. Why'd you go negative on me? Come and give me a hug and apologize to Brian. Um, thank you to Onnit.com. O-N-N-I-T, makers of Alpha Brain. Go get yourself some. Always 100% money buck guarantee for the first order of 30, 30 pills. You know why I'm, it's not more? Because there's some people out there that are assholes. And it used to be you can have it all money back. 100% all, Whatever you bought 100% money back guarantee But then people were selling that shit So we had to stop doing that ah. It's dirty, dirty people out there Breaking the law Breaking the law Cutting through the rule systems Hacking them. the system They hacked the system they Jim have- Gaffigan God damn it Anyway Onnit.com Alpha Brain Shroom Tech Sport Shroom Tech Immune And New Mood The 5-HTP enhancement supplement As always Please Google Nootropics Get yourself into that shit first. Check it out. Find out what the uh, pros and cons. And uh, if you're interested in Alpha Brain, go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link. Enter in the code name Rogan, that's and you save JoeRogan.net. Him. Yeah, not com. Who's this a very nice guy, by the way. Don't harass yeah. him. What nice is he? Guy. Do? He's a real Golfer? estate salesman in oh. uh, Idaho, and he just sent me some email that was accidentally supposed to go to me, but it went to him. What the fuck is this podcast still going on for? Good night, everybody. We got a packed week. Tomorrow, we have uh, Jason Silva on Tuesday, Aubrey Marcus. And then on Wednesday, we got Matt from Hoarders, the guy who cleans up after those fucking crazy people. So we got a busy week. All right, you dirty freaks. We'll see you soon. Bye. Love you. Olive Garden. Oh, you did it, you bitch.